It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. It is our second Christmas guest of the day. It is Mary Kay Cap at the Hall of Famer. Hi, Mary Kay. Nice tree. Yeah, you got your tree up ready you to got go. Christmas, you got Christmas in order. Look you told that. us last week you were working to do it, and you did it. I'm getting there. I am getting there. There's not really very many ornaments on there yet, but uh, hopefully by the end of the day. <laughs> hey, hey, Mary Kay, I, I was curious. I mean, there's so many injuries to talk about, but I'm curious about a guy who's been out a while. Jed Wills, I believe, has missed five games at this point. With DeWan Jones out for the year now, they could I, – I can't believe I'm saying this, but right. they could use Jed Wills back. <laughs> what is the deal with him? Have we heard any updates on him? Because he's eligible to return at this point, but they haven't, you know, started the clock on that yet. What's the latest on him that you know? You know, we'll know more when we get out there tomorrow. Yeah. But um, the thing with Jed is I was originally told – that it would be probably somewhere in the neighborhood of six weeks. And so, you know, they are coming up on six weeks. He has missed the five games. So uh, they'll have to see how he's doing, uh, you know, as they move forward into this week. But, uh, you know, if it goes along the original time frame, they should be able to get him back for a few of those uh, last games, and that would help them a lot. Mary Kay, who's, you know, we we know that, um, you know, they have Leatherwood and some other guys. Um, who who's the next tackle up? Uh, you know they got uh, they got Hudson over there, He's they got, awful. and he played <laughs> his little choppy last week. It, you know it, what is your insight on who would be the next guy they call up if they do need a tackle, even if somebody gets injured? Well, you know James Hudson will start opposite Jerron Christian, so they are down to their fourth and fifth offensive tackles and nobody expected that to happen at this time of year that's unfortunate and it will uh, be a lot more difficult when they get into the playoffs and they start playing some really good defenses right now you know that that was a pretty uh you know that was not a good pass defense that they played they're at the bottom of the rung in sacks they're 30th overall in pass defense but you know it's going to be a little harder as they move forward here so they're going to have to have a a better situation they do have alex leatherwood on the practice squad they also have leroy watson on the team and so they've got some backup tackles but you know certainly nobody like a dewan jones that is a huge huge loss for them and it's it's really unfortunate because he was probably i would say maybe the most pleasant surprise of the season Mary Kay, when you look at this secondary, I mean, you got Juan Thornhill who goes out, I think, in the pregame. Denzel's been out for a couple of weeks. Hopefully he comes back. But they're still, some, they're still managing to get production. It, will they all get healthy again? And what's the status on Grant Delpit? I hear he's going to the IR. Well, I don't know yet if he's going to go on IR, but I was told yesterday that he is actually a candidate for IR. That means that he would have to miss the final four regular season games. Don't know for sure if it's going to happen. And they usually try to be pretty conservative with that. If they think a guy can come back or has any chance of coming back before that four games, then they're going to go ahead and avoid IR. So that's probably what they're going to try to do with Grant is try not to put him on there. But it seems like it's a pretty pretty significant groin injury. We watched him limp off in tremendous pain. We know he'll try to do everything that he can to come back. I mean, we've seen injuries 
just this season where it seems like there's no way a guy is going to play anytime soon. And then he gets back out there, uh, you know, exhibit a Trevor Lawrence. So, you know, and Miles Garrett. So, you know, we'll have to see how this goes. But there, you know, there is a chance that he could miss multiple games. Mary Kay, we talked earlier in the show about the attrition that this roster has suffered due to injuries. And Charles Davis was on the program. He said, look, that's the NFL. It's a gladiator sport. Injuries are the way of the league. And I understand that. I can't remember a season where there have been this many injuries, particularly to key positions. But I'm going to lean on your Hall of Fame experience here. You've been covering this team for decades. Can you remember a time when the roster suffered this much injury attrition? And we also talked about the tipping point. Like, is there a point where they just all become too much and there's one straw that just sort of breaks the whole team's back and they start succumbing to the opponent because of all the injuries? Well, I think the one straw they can't wouldn't be able to withstand right now perhaps would be Miles Garrett. That's the one where... You know, you just really would have a hard time replacing him. The second leading sacker after Miles is Oboe with three and a half. Right. So, uh, and I think Z has three and a half now too. So, you know, you just don't have somebody else that can get to the quarterback like that. And I think it would be hard to get very far in the playoffs if you didn't have a Miles Garrett out there wreaking the kind of havoc that he does. So, oh yeah, Oboe's got four and a half now too. So a couple guys are starting to pick a few up. They got four in that past game. Uh, Miles has been stuck at 13. But yeah, this is a lot of injuries. And I don't really remember, not in a high stakes season like this, uh, where they had so many injuries, where you lost your starting running back, your starting quarterback, your starting right tackle, and several others. So uh, yeah, this is a tough one. But, uh, you know, this team is, is resilient. We know that. And they're also pretty deep at a lot of positions. So you know, I, you know, they've got winnable games coming up, and I, I don't think that they're going to try to use these injuries as an excuse either. By the way, speaking of injuries, another quarterback done for the year, just broke, uh, Justin Herbert has a broken finger, and he's out for the year. So now Easton mm. Stick is going to start for the Chargers, which, I, <laughs> I, which is a great name, and I think he's like the 54th different starting quarterback, which is mind-blowing. Uh, Mary Kay, there's another injury on the offensive line. We talked about the tackles. But Ethan Pochich got hurt. Uh, you know, that's been the one thing. The middle of that line has been the rock. Uh, so Pochich would be a big deal. What's, what, 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 what are we hearing at this point? Again, I know you'll know more tomorrow, but what, what are we thinking about Pochich at this point? Well, a, a stinger can yeah. be a little flaky. So you have to make sure that you've got that feeling back in the arm so that you can do what you need to do, especially at center. You know, you need to be able to use your arms effectively, of course. Um, so we'll have to see about that. The good thing for the Browns is that Nick Harris was supposed to be their starting center before he got injured and Ethan was able to step in there and nail down that job. So this is an opportunity for Nick Harris to get in there and show that, hey, don't forget about me. I was supposed to be the starter in this spot anyways. So they have two starting caliber centers on the roster. They're lucky to have that. <laughs> If Ethan has to miss a game or two, uh, they know that Nick can step right in. Let's talk about the Joe Flacco thing because there's a lot of uh, uh, malcontents in the national media that are making a huge hullabaloo about the fact that Joe Flacco is back on the practice squad, which they had to technically. Uh, obviously, they have no fear of losing him. They must have an agreement here. 
But is this the week they finally sign him to the regular roster? And is there any story on this at all? Because it seems like some in the national media love pick on the Browns and they make, make it a thing of this. What say you on it? I, it's really not. I mean, it's a procedural yeah. thing. Right. If you have him on the practice squad, they have three elevations with him. If you have him on the practice squad, then you're not he's not taking up a roster spot. So that's what's happening with that. And he's got one more elevation. And so, you know, I mean, there's a chance that they will elevate him that one more time. And, you know, and then after that, you sign him to the active roster. But uh, certainly, you know, Joe's not looking around to uh, sign somewhere else right now. That right. is uh, that can happen. But, um, yeah, I don't know why people are making a big deal out of this to the point where I'm probably going to have to write a little explainer about it. Mm -hmm. But, you know, it's just, um, as Kevin said yesterday, it's nothing to worry about. It's just, you know, roster bookkeeping. Mary Kay, and, you know, I'm in the streets all the time. Um, I'm walking around. I'm in the grocery <laughs> store. <laughs> I'm, out, I'm out here. And they pulled me over to the side. They say, G. Bush, why does it look like Joe Flacco is more comfortable with Kevin Stefanski than Deshaun Watson. Why does it look different? It looks like it's smooth. He's been here two weeks. I, you know, I can't tell him. I'm like, uh, maybe this is the offense that uh, Kevin really wants to run. If, if, if someone asks you that question, why do you feel that it's the, you know, he just got here, he has a 300-yard game, three touchdowns, why does it seem like it just it just seems like those two are meshing when when Deshaun and, and Kevin weren't meshing at that level that quickly? Well, start for starters, not to rain on anybody's parade here, but that was the thirtieth thirtieth ranked pass defense. Okay, and generally, when you have the thirtieth ranked pass defense, one that is without two starting cornerbacks on that particular day, uh, you're going to be able to to pile up some yards okay and joe of course he's got 15 years of experience this is his 16th season under his belt he knows how to take advantage of those kinds of situations but if deshaun watson had been in there he was going to have a 300 yard game as well it's not going to be every single okay. week where you're going to find your tight end running completely free and your receiver running completely free they were able to be overly aggressive in this game because they knew they could get the mismatches they knew they could get the blown coverages and and they knew that they could pick on and take advantage of a bad pass defense. And that's great. That's what you need to do. I'm not taking away anything away from Joe. They needed this confidence booster. They built up confidence chips. David Njoku needed some confidence chips. He, know, he needed to know that he could catch some touchdown passes and add to his total, and that will help him going forward. Joe needed to know that, you know, that he could put some points on the board like that and, uh, you know, kind of warm up a little bit before you get into some tougher games and against some tougher defenses. So, you know, to think that, um, you know, that it's just another opportunity. Deshaun is never going to get the benefit of the doubt from, from people. That's just never going to happen. But to think that he couldn't have put up 300 yards on this pass defense, that's pure folly. He would have done it too. Mary Kay, I need your unbiased opinion on this question. You have one vote, and your vote matters, and it counts. Who's coach of the year this season? Oh, that's, you know, that's a good one. I've been thinking about this um, today, trying to think if I was going to write something about it or, or not right away. But, I mean, why not give it to Kevin right now? I mean, he's down to his fourth quarterback, 
and they are at eight and five. They're the number five seed under very trying circumstances. Uh, and it's just funny because, you know, fans and talk media and talk radio and all that kind of stuff always has him on the hot seat. But he's doing a great job this year. And it's hard to hold it together when you lose as many star players as he has. And there was so much uncertainty even when Deshaun was in the lineup of, you know, was he going to play? Was he not going to play? There was just, I mean, it was it was hard to have to throw DTR in there against that Baltimore uh, Ravens team and, you know, just two and a half hours before the game. So I'm going to give, I would go with Kevin. I, you know, I, I don't, I can't think of anybody else that would deserve it more than he would right now. I think it's crazy that he's f- so far down the odds. I got to see the updated odds this morning, but it, it's, it's crazy to me that he wouldn't at least be top two or three. I see Mike McDaniel ahead of him. I love Mike McDaniel, but Mike McDaniel's got one more win, and they've been like the healthiest team in the league. And he's playing in a and, – and for all the talk about the AFC North being disappointing, East. you look now, every team in this division is over 500. It's the only division yeah. in football. So he's done it yeah. with all the injuries in a good division. He should right. definitely be – To in, be able – Yeah. Go ahead, Mary Kay. Sorry. Yeah, to be down to your fourth quarterback and doing it, uh, that's a little different than, you know, to be working with Tua all, all season long. So uh, I, I definitely should be right up there. And maybe if he can collect a couple of more victories, which they will. He, they're going to win more games, obviously. Uh, you know, once he gets a couple more, maybe he'll start to get in the conversation. But he should be in it right now. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Mary Kay, looking forward, obviously everybody's playing the schedule game. That can be a dangerous game to play. Mm. Uh, But the the logjam in the AFC, to think that we're four games left, and there are 11 of the 16 teams that are over 500. I can't ever remember where it went that deep. As you start handicapping who these wild card spots are going to go to, um, all of the seven and sixes, who, who presents the biggest danger to the field as a seven and six? Is it Pittsburgh? Is it or Cincinnati? Buffalo? Yeah, you know, I would say, you know, I tend to go with the the quarterback centric teams. So I would say that you're you're probably going to want to be wary of of Buffalo um, would be the one that I would probably think of the most. But you know, now you can't rule out Cincinnati, right? No. I mean, it's it's pretty incredible what they're able to do uh, with with Jake Browning, uh, and you know that's going to be a big game at the end of the season with them. Uh, you know, that it could come down, you know, to, to that game in terms of what, what's going to happen in the playoff picture. So um, I, I, would, I would be concerned about them for sure. Um, Pittsburgh, you know, they, they sort of feel like they're on the, a little bit of the decline to me just in terms of, of you know, what they're able to do with their quarterback situation. But, um, 
but yeah, I mean, Indianapolis, the Bills, uh, you know, any, anything can still happen with some of these teams. And that's why the Browns have got to keep winning. They've got to keep, uh, you know, they've got to keep it up. They, they can't let up, you know, they just, um, you know, they've got to be careful about the turnover battle because that's the great equalizer. When you um, should beat a football team, that's one thing. But if you're going to be turning the ball over, which they did three times in this past game, uh, you know, then you're not going to be winning those games. So they, they've got to be very careful about that. And also, I mean, you've got, you know, you've got Denver, you've got Houston. I mean, you know, these, you know, these are teams that, um, you know, that definitely could creep up on you. Mary Kay, when you look at it, the Browns, I don't know why it is. Shout out to uh, the fans that go. And, and I've been trying to challenge them for a lot of years to get back, to get that home field advantage. The Browns are a different defense when they play at home. I mean, they're lights out when they get turnovers at home. The, the, the crowd is loud. Is there any, I know a small chance, is there any uh, way that you see the Browns could potentially get a home playoff game in the playoffs? They have to win the division. They do have to win the division, but stranger things have happened there too. Okay. Yeah. If they win, 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 if they just keep winning and every single game that they have left on the schedule is winnable, you know, it, I know it, these are winnable games. Um, you know, if they keep winning and the, and the Ravens have a really tough schedule coming up, they've got uh, probably the toughest remaining schedule in the NFL coming up and they're, you know, they're going to have to just be in playoff mode from here on out. Um, but if the Browns win and the Ravens lose, they can they can do it. And it's not out of the realm of possibility. I mean, just look at the Ravens next two games. The, you know, the Ravens next two games include, um, I think it's the Jaguars and 49ers both on the road is what I mm. think it is. Yes. Um, so, you know, just even these next two weeks could be absolutely crucial for these two teams. Boy, they caught a break yeah. in the Rams game. That would have been so nice. Well, they, you, I mean, then you're talking yeah. about a one-game split, yeah. and it's it's even more doable. But it's doable the way it stands today, for sure. Thanks, Mary Kay. We appreciate it. Great stuff as always. Sure. Thank you, guys. All See right. you next week. Hall All of right. Famer, Mary Kay Cabot. She's the best. Let me let me let me do this, guys. Let me run this yep. by you before we go to Mike, real quick. All right. Yep. Y'all good. Bull, okay. you were supposed to tell me some magic carpet stuff that we was going to be able to get to Genie and the Lamp. Yeah, you're gonna give me some odds that make me feel good about the Browns well, having a home. Uh, well, well, let's do this. Let's do this. Let's say the Browns win out, which is not ridiculous. I, yeah, usually I'm like, no, no chance, no chance. I don't think it's crazy. It's unlikely, win out. I think, but it's very possible. It's I mean, very it's possible. possible. But let's I say they do. Well, when I Earl, wouldn't bet on it. Earl said it a week ago, and y'all, we way. were killing Earl. No way. <laughs> I, listen, I, if, yeah. if anybody sat here today and guaranteed they're gonna go five and all, I'd still. Kill he them. said there was an eighty percent <laughs> chance. I, I, even now, I would not say eighty percent chance of them winning okay. four in a row. But I don't think it's crazy to think they could win four in a row. If they go four, four in a row, the Ravens either have to lose two or three, depending on who they lose to. So okay. what I want to do real quick, guys, play the schedule is game. play the schedule game with the Ravens. <laughs> right. Okay. Let's try okay. to be honest about it. I think they have to lose to Jacksonville, right? I don't know One if they of have losses, to. I we're, think. we're not going to – I don't want to tell you the tiebreakers because okay. I don't want it to influence you. All right. Okay. This week, Ravens at the Jaguars. Who you got? Majority wins. Ravens. Jacksonville's not a good home team, so I would probably Damn. go with the Ravens. Damn. I'm going Ravens. I'm going Ravens. Fight. I'm drinking Kool-Aid, man. I ain't playing with <laughs> I mean, you lost the vote. Yeah, I lost the <laughs> so vote. So, Ravens win. Dang. Week after that, Ravens at the Niners. I Niners. I got the Niners. Uh, yeah, come on. That's Niners. Okay, so that's one and one. Week six, week 17, 
Dolphins at the Ravens. It's at, ba- it's at, it's the at Ravens. Baltimore. I got to go with the Ravens. I got to go with the Ravens. <laughs> yeah, I do too. And then the last against, week, yeah. Ravens host the Steelers. I Ravens. got the Ravens. That's the Ravens. But I, here's the question. <laughs> Let's say they do go 2-1 and one, but lose to the Niners. Will they beat? Will they have a chance going into the, the, the? I think one of the losses has to be to Jacksonville because the tiebreaker gets into uh, it's common, common opponents. opponents and Without, it's common opponents. Jacksonville, but uh, they the Browns beat the Niners. So if mm. the Ravens lose to the Niners, the Browns would gain a game there. But they would state they would be equal on the Jaguars, and the and and uh, it, it depends what the and the Browns would have beaten the Texans, so that's equal there. Uh, they would have picked up a game. It would go to the next tiebreaker. I'm not sure what the next so, tiebreaker so is. possible, but so it's we, like hitting a 10-leg ten, ten parlay. If, like, if I believe... Hey, a lot po- has to happen. It's possible. You know what? <laughs> I believe if the if the Ravens go 2-2 two and two and lose to... us, We're all assuming they would lose to the Niners. There's if no they way lose to the Jags. Two. If they lose to either the Jags or the Steelers, because those are common opponent games. And the Browns win out. Listen, you could say that all you want. There's been a lot of division games. I just watched the Tennessee Titans go into Miami. And and by the way, there were more underdogs that won in week 14 than any game this year. Is Kenny Pickett out for the year? Yeah, I don't know. By the way, the by year. the way, Kenny Pickett has one more touchdown pass than Joe Flacco this year. Crazy. That is true. You know that, that actually kind of leads us both to where it's, we're going next. So shame. two, if they go two and two and lose to either the Steelers or Jags, and the Browns win out, I believe the Browns would win. The Again, division. it's like it's like an eight-leg parlay. It you know, can a lot has to happen, but yeah. it's, it's not crazy. It's not and crazy. All you can ask for is happen. a chance. Guys, if you're watching, we appreciate you all watching. Hit the like button. Hit the subscribe button if you guys haven't already. Do they us a favor. It helps us out. They kind yesterday doing that. Hit that yeah, like, hit like button, button baby. Let's you, go. It does, it does wonders for us on the back end of YouTube. And if you appreciate the content, you like what you see, do us a Mike favor. Mike loves the back end, so let's go. Here we go. Come on. Pause. All right. We're going to get to this next topic. And shout out to my, my guy Grant for uh, helping me come up with this. But the Browns, we talked about injuries to start the show. have sustained a handful of crippling injuries this year, but they're still eight and five. Very few teams, I think, could lose their quarterback one and their superstar running back and still be in the position the Browns are. So, taking everything into consideration here, everything we know, if you could reverse, essentially undo a season-ending injury to a Brown superstar this season, would you undo the injury to Nick Chubb, Joe, uh, Deshaun Watson, or someone else? But I think it's between DW4 <coughs> and Nick Chubb. Jay, you want to start? Well, I was shocked this was even a question. I, I want to see if someone goes this, the other way. This, this, I is, a see very, some, this is a very dangerous game you're playing here, McNabb. I want to know where so, y'all go. So let me give you some facts. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, Lord. This is funny. I thought this was a layup. It is funny that you guys all say it's a layup, but no one wants to go first. I, I want to go Nick, first. Nick Chubb. Yeah, I mean, it's a no-brainer, Nick Chubb. I don't think it's a no-brainer. I think the right answer is Deshaun Watson, but I'm saying Nick Chubb. But the you right answer is probably Deshaun Watson, because quarterback's the most important position. You getting decent quarter? You getting good quarterback I, play right now? The last two weeks we've the got, only thing, we've got the, nice quarterback. The only play. thing I know that's missing. He had two good weeks last year for the Jets and had to go after that. But the only well, the only thing what we know now, to is what we our, know now is our run game. If we had a run game, I'd be yeah, so. Yeah, we're confident. talking about one of these players is, <laughs> yeah. if not the best at his position, <laughs> I, yeah. he's top three. I, I believe Sean Watson is not. Top I believe three. that uh, Jay Crawford and G. Bush said the Browns' running game was elite a month ago. 
Is that not the case anymore? Listen, who I said, said that? Oh, 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 no. Wait, who said that? They both said it. I still like our run game. Y'all said that? Yes. I, said, I don't know that we said elite. Oh, I yeah. Said, I said, <laughs> we need to run the ball more. I've, I've always said that. And I still what think our run game, you're crack. walking what back. You walked it back on yesterday. elite? I'm dropping back in the bushes. <laughs> no, they, they used the word elite. What did you say? What, what I said was, I like our running game. It's like that, the, uh, the Simpsons Simpson one. slides back into yeah. the bush. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this G-boy sliding back into the bush. No, wait. I, Jay's I, pulling the Idaho State card. I, I still think. When y'all said it, they were, that was the week where they had 150 yards. That was the one game they had. We, we, we was bowling back <laughs> then. When we, I we said it, <laughs> they were number two in rush? They was hot. They were number yeah. three. They, was a, they, they still were number two. In rushing yards, they were top three. Okay. They were top three. Okay. What so, I'm going to say right now, the reason I would make the case for Nick Chubb over Deshaun Watson is because if Nick Chubb was in right now, Right now, this oh. this offense is exactly what Kevin Stefanski pitches his offense to be. Yes. He wants to run the ball. He wants to run play action off of it. Just imagine if Nick Chubb was there oh. and being a being dominant in the run game, the play action would be even more wide open, and Joe Flacco would make the easy throws. I mean, yeah. it would be a, a slam dunk. With can... Deshaun Watson, the playbook would be you got half of what he wants, half of what Kevin wants, and then you got to try to compromise in the beginning, and they just haven't been on the same page. I... It looked good for a while, but there's still – seems to be something missing where those two just aren't connecting 100% right now. But with Joe Flacco, he's doing exactly what it is that Kevin Stefanski envisions his quarterbacks to do. You give him a great running game, this team is a Super Bowl. Now, again, gee, I feel like an insane person saying saying Nick Chubb. I really do. But it is Nick Chubb. (laughs) Yeah, it is. It is. I mean, you shouldn't feel insane. I think I everybody insane says because, Nick Chubb. Well, Deshaun Watson, despite some struggles, has still played, in my opinion, the two best games the, by quarterback this year. The, Re- tit- really? the Titans game and the Ravens game. Oh, I yes. thought Joe eclipsed that Sunday. <laughs> okay. He threw for 300 yards and three touchdowns. Okay. You think uh, he played better than yes. Austin in Tennessee? Oh, no question. Yeah, no, it's not even he, a question. He had two turnovers. It's not, what are you looking at me? Look at the numbers. He had two turnovers. <laughs> Who did? Joe Flacco. Yeah, uh, the interception on him? <coughs> yes. Uh, no, it's it. not. No, 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 no. Anybody that watches football knows that interception's not was, on him. Yeah, okay. It was still a bad throw, but it was a it was terrible throw. It was a timing no. throw, and he threw it when he was okay, supposed so to throw it because the route got, got interrupted. Sad. That's There's not no even debatable. That's not debatable. D- 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 look. You played safety. I didn't see the pick. You you didn't see the interception. I, I, I mean, I saw it, but I don't remember it. Right oh, off okay. the top of my well, head. Well, they showed it more. Ran into it. They showed They showed an ISO replay. I'm about to of look it up. I'm about to look it up. Yeah, I mean, it was it was. It's one of those interceptions. The ball's got to be out of his hand when he threw I'm it. I'm not saying that's a Flacco interception. No, it wasn't. Now, the strip sack on, on is the definitely. Sack, he's got to feel that pressure. Here we go. Hold on. Here we go. Right now, I'm going to see it. Give me a second. The receivers run into each other. That's not on Flacco. Yeah, no, yeah, it's yeah, not on yeah. Flacco. Oh, not yeah. Even. Yeah, no. That, yeah, no. You can't so, dig he, for that. Now, nah, he should have. He should have. Oh, wasn't a good well, throw. no, he, to throw I, it he, you know what he wanted? A string so he could pull the ball <laughs> yeah, back after it's out of his hand. He should have saw it, threw it. Oh, and just threw it in the dirt. He's throwing to his spot. He knows he's got to throw it when he throws it. Now the route was interrupted and the receiver didn't get there, so it was a pick. I, I, clearly, I'm not digging him for that. On the on the sack, yeah, he's got to feel that pressure. And it was, and and oftentimes this is the case with a strip sack by a quarterback. It was a millisecond from being out of his hand. His arm was disrupted. The ball came out. It was I, a. Fumble. I would still say that the. Watson against the Titans was the best game. Watson against the Ravens was the second, and this was third, in my opinion. Wait, you've got Watson with two better games than Joe. Yeah, Watson against the Ravens. He he was perfect in the second half, and he was horrible in the first half. Led them to a. He was four of sixteen oh, in the first half. 
he led them to a victory over the best team in the AFC. I, given. Understand. But I'm yeah. not going to give P.J. Walker points because he beat San Francisco. I'm going to judge that's the player a, on his performance. That's a bad comparison. And I can't take that first half in Baltimore <laughs> out of the mix. That's a bad comparison. He was 4 of 16. It's a bad so, comparison. Well, it's got to be a full game for me. And for oh, me, okay. I think Joe All Flacco right. has played the best game of quarterback. Now, the other question, too, is on the you know w- what you're losing. I think in Nick Chubb, you're losing a top three at his position. It's not even, And I love the a, way you this, framed the argument. Oh, thank you. This team, well, what does it take to win a Super Bowl? We know it takes a great defense. We know it takes a good passing it game. It doesn't take a great we defense. We know it takes Whoa. a good – yes, it does. It doesn't. We know – No, we, it doesn't. We what know – What's the last great defense to win a Super Bowl? Let, listen, let, defense, we, don't argue what, with them defense. on this. What? What's, don't do it. I'm sorry. Only don't Jay's entitled to an opinion, apparently. No, no. Well, you've cut me off three times and de- dismissed my opinion. Well, it's, it's – Five it's, minutes. You're fine to have that opinion. Okay. What I'm saying is – When's the last gone, great defense to win a Super Bowl? We've gone down this rabbit hole When's many the times. Last, so answer the question. Bull. Answer the question. Is this a passing league now like it was two Jay, years ago? answer the question. When's the last great defense to win a Super Bowl? I, we looked this up. We did the whole thing where we talked about how the Niners had a great defense. When, when was that? When they last won a Super Bowl? When, when they was beat that? Baltimore? When, when, when did that? Was it 10 years ago? Bull. So none of that matters. Do great defenses have never won Super Bowls? You, you just said you have to have a great defense to win a Super Bowl. I believe you do. Well, we haven't had a great I believe you do. Jay, so, we so, haven't had a great defense to win a Super Bowl in, in a decade. I'm going to whisper now. This is Bull taking I don't down understand. a rabbit hole. Bull. I, you, bull. What you said we was patently won. absurd. Okay, fine. It was patently absurd. Okay, so fine. Bull's but, opinion is that yeah. you don't need a great defense to win a Super Bowl. No, you and, don't. And guess that's, what? That's been proven I with honor facts. and recognize... The man from New York. And that's been pr- proven with facts. <laughs> now, that being said. And that's been proven with facts. So we don't get off this beaten path and go down a go rabbit ahead. hole. That I don't know why you got to bring up New York, but you what like I'm to do gonna that. What I'm going to say to you, <laughs> Tyvis, is I love the way you f- framed your argument. Well, thank you. The thing that this team could most use now mm-hmm. is Nick Chubb. And I don't think that's debatable. If you told me right now you can have Chubb back mm-hmm. or Watson back, that's a decision. And to answer the question, it was yeah. the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. That was a while ago. That was two years, two no. or three years ago. When Tom Brady won? won? They had to stop the Chiefs. They didn't have a great defense. They what are you talking the about? They had Tom Brady. That not, defense, not, that not defense the, was the first defense to keep the safeties high and make Patrick Because the Chiefs had no offensive line that year. Do you remember when that they all got hurt? That is true. They didn't. But, he but had no time. Defense still won them game. Again, I, nobody said you you, you got to have a crappy defense. <laughs> I'm just saying. Their defense was good. It was fine, just like the Rams' defense was good. But they didn't. none of those teams had a great defense. Come so, so Give me it, a break. Of the, of the three parts, the components, mm-hmm. defense, we always hear in the playoffs, what travels? Defense. Defense in the run game. run game. So give me those things. Now, obviously, you're going to need a passing game, too. Mm-hmm. I think the Browns passing game, and I love the point Mary Kay made about us getting too excited because I've heard some other people make that same point. Yeah, they did 30 like, from pass defense. Don't <laughs> drink too much of that Kool-Aid they because definitely we didn't can't have... expect that every week from Joe Flacco. Yeah, they didn't have a number one corner and they didn't have a nickel. And even with, they're 30th ranked against the pass. So... <laughs> I don't think we can try to extrapolate those numbers out. Joe, Joe Flacco's not going to do that the rest of the season. All that being said was we had a small body of work from Watson. Mm-hmm. We have an even smaller body of work from Joe Flacco. I think Watson threw seven touchdowns in five games. Flacco's thrown five in two. I don't think our run game has regressed. I think our, our, our passing game has regressed. 
I'll make the point that it's gotten better, but I will not have to argue with anybody that our run game has regressed. We all recognize that. We do? You just said it was elite a month ago. It, it, can, it can be elite and still regressed. You lost Nick Chubb. You're going to make the argument it got better? Of course it didn't. You're the one who said it was good. I've been saying it's mediocre the whole year. Where are they right now? We haven't looked at their rank. Who cares about their rank of total yards? Oh, oh we don't care who about cares? that right now. Okay. We I've never care cared about, about that, Jay. Right You're the only one who brings Seven. that up. Seven. I've never cared about that. Never. They're set. They're never. Currently even though Bull doesn't care about rankings in this particular argument. I have never cared about they are Jay. currently ranked Jay, can you give seven. me an example of when I said total rushing yards matter? No. Never. Don't care. Don't, because I've I never, don't, well, I you, don't remember all of those things. Because I've never done all it. I'm saying is, I'm consistent. Right now, I'm like you. If the, I love it when you poke them now. It's everything's going to be a fight. It doesn't have to be a You're fight, You're the one who Bull. keeps starting these things. <laughs> all right. Go ahead. I started these things. I made a point about the defense has to be great, and you jumped because on my throat. it's not true. Mom, settle this, Mike. Let's it's not up, true. Let's move to the next topic. Oh, no, I was right here, G. Bush way in. G. The Bush Chiefs defense wasn't great last year. Uh, y'all was supposed to skip me. <laughs> yeah. I was waiting on no, the No, because I want oh. one person here I to want, say. I wanted to punt. Ah, <laughs> you, your case. Would you take Watson? Would you take Watson? He is going to take the shot. Mike Listen, will take Watson. All right, so Mike won't. So he will. I would. I would. Uh, I actually just told Anthony. I think ninety-nine out of hundred times you take the quarterback. I actually would take Chubb in this instance. Yeah. Good job. So, I talked myself good out job of it last you. night. And, and Mike got Jason a, took Watson though. Jason took Watson. Mikey got a sneak. Put that little sneaky little snap I, that stat up there when he <laughs> plays the full games. Uh, got so give sneak, me thirteen. Thirteen. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, he got, yeah. He look. He he put it in. He don't put you no context on it. You look at this. You like oh. <laughs> This is a no-brainer. The only reason I'm pausing here is because the 14 out of 14 on the on the bad ankle was um, no arm. Oh, bad arm. Arm. Bad arm. But he was hurt. He was hurt before. He had ankle injury too. Did he have ankle? Yeah, he had a broken. He did that with a broken shoulder. He did that with a broken shoulder. Not against the 30th ranked defense, but one of the best defenses in the league. And, and, And he did that, and he beat the best team in the league. On the road, you do. I can't. I can't just not see that. I can't not. I can't. Ar- you got a point. I, I mean, Gee, can I give you a counter? I'm not a counter, but a, a supporting argument. The way I looked at this question was, if you had that version of Deshaun Watson, which we had seen him rising, 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 he was playing better. Could you win a Super Bowl with Jerome Ford and that version of Watson? Hey, yeah. Or on the flip side, can you win a Super Bowl with Nick Chubb and Joe Flacco? I think you can win with both. I, I, I think win it both ways. Hey, yeah. Yeah. Both. That's the that's the problem. Win it both yeah. ways. Like, cause Nick Chubb, like, like Nick Chubb gives you something when there's no line. It don't even matter. But there, I think there's, they got, a, but they got a better chance to win it with that Watson and Jerome Ford. No, yes, no, they no, no, no. It, there, there is a one thing in this whole argument that makes me go with Joe and Nick. Joe's did it. He has. And, and, it, and everybody yeah. talks about Eli Manning's performances yeah, where, he went on the, where he went on the road and did all. Joe Flacco's Super Bowl performance was his was run, his yeah. run in the he playoffs was, was is up there. It. He's done it. There's got to be something I'm buying, that I'm, counts for something. I'm that, buying the Joe. I, I Trust me, I bought the Joe <laughs> Flacco. Dang, man. I'm going to have to say this. You feel like he can stay healthy for another eight games to win the Super Bowl? I got Gene a mental press. I mean, listen. I. That's you big, feel like Deshaun can stay healthy for you? No, I don't. <laughs> We've seen that. I, I don't think any quarterback can stay but healthy it, right the now. The thing for me is, like, I love Deshaun, but 
the last time Deshaun was I can't get the Kansas City the the the, the Texans versus Kansas City game out of my head. And I think that bothers me a little bit where I know with, at least with Joe, at least I know he's done it and he's won it all. So it's like he knows what it takes to get there. I don't, Deshaun hasn't. Deshaun won a national championship. Come on, Ty. That's not the NFL. That's different. a bad comparison. I was, so did I. So, so, so did I. Let me make it. So did yeah, I. Yeah. And, and for some reason, that, some reason right. I am sitting I, here today. I, I, so I will say this. What are we talking about? Pain. I'm curious if you agree with this. For, for the rest of this year, it makes sense. I'm in agreement with you guys. I would take Nick Chubb for the rest of the year. Mm-hmm. If it's the offseason and I said I can only bring back Oh, Either Watson I'm, or Chubb. No, that's Watson. different. Yeah, then Watson. I would bring back Watson. Yeah, yeah that's for, different. For, for right now, <laughs> for right now, for today, I would bring back Chubb. For today, it's crazy, but it's I would. It's a clean sweep. For today, if you said Nicholas Chubb is back in a Browns uniform and he is Nick Chubb, <laughs> and I, the trade-off is you got to go with Flacco a quarterback. Yeah, I, I think the Browns would go. I, I think they wouldn't lose no more. I, I, I I'm would, not prepared to go that far. I, no, but I but I think Nick Chubb is that special to where now it's just it gives you another. It gives offense. a whole other thing. It's What's a whole sad other, is we couldn't get all of them lined up at the same time. Yeah, it just hurts. It hurts, but it's very good. Listen, let me just be clear. It's close. It's that, very that, close. That, that Deshaun Watson <laughs> that I seen that I seen against the Ravens, that's different. Every, like that's a special. He gets people to play harder. Like the fact that he came in and they was writing him off. Listen, he and and by the way, the Tennessee Titans, I think four footballs hit the ground. Four. Like let's not act like Deshaun Watson was not that yeah, dude. Geez, if, if talk, you, the if problem we was numbers. we only saw it for that game. Yes. And then the half of the the Ravens game. Yeah, yeah. If we had seen it, if we had seen it more, I would have taken. We, Watson I would have took Watson. Took Watson. It's if you could though. guarantee me we get that Watson, I'd take Watson. Because yeah, yeah. there were for every one of those, there was a twelve for twenty-five and one hundred and thirty-five passing yards. Yeah, there like, was a couple of those. I can't wash those out of my mind. And either. if we're talking numbers, just just numbers, that Tennessee game he threw for two eighty-nine, two touchdowns. He had forty yards and a touchdown taken off the board by. Oh, that was a, yeah, that, that was that should have so been a touchdown. So if you really want to look at the actual totality numbers of what it probably should have been, three thirty and three. But Which then we can't argue that anything Flacco did is better. But uh, that was fun, guys. I appreciate you is. guys playing along. I oh, enjoyed my. watching that. Hopefully the chat did. I asked the chat, by the way, and the poll results in the chat were 76% for Chubb, 24% for Watson. So got that very one. similar to how, how we kind of looked at it. We do I'm talk actually guard, surprised uh, it's not higher for Chubb. Well, what you people are so prisoner of the moment. Sorry, Mike, what? Did you say you were surprised it wasn't higher? I'm surprised it wasn't higher because we're all kind of prisoner of the moment. Right and right yeah. now, Flacco's played well, yeah. and the running game's not very good. So yes. I, I look, I look. If they make the playoffs, yeah, they're going to make it a lot easier off season, right? Because oh, yeah. if if you look at it, I'm excited. I we didn't get to see Deshaun Watson or Nick Chubb. We saw none of that. We got one game of it. We we didn't get that that, that justice. One game. He did get hurt in the second. Game. We got exactly. one game yeah. of Deshaun Watson. One and a half. So, by the way, you know, even though it was a bad track, the one game where we did get to see it looked pretty good. Well, I mean, it was perfect because you couldn't throw the ball because of the elements, but you had that dominant run game. uh, That's why a runner like Chubb is such a luxury when you have to play cold weather games, especially with this sloppy tracks. I don't think in general running backs are worth wins that often, but I believe if the Browns had Nick Chubb, and there's no way to prove this, and it's silly to say, but I'll say it anyway. 
I think if the Browns had Nick Chubb, they have ten wins right now. How many? How many games? Wow. How many games? I would we, definitely wow. agree with that yeah. poll. I wonder I, how many at games least that we had the league. They were one of the lost, game. We lost the league. Has that happened to us? Well, the Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh, but he was off the field by that point. Right. Yeah. Remember, um, they they had negative yards in the fourth quarter, and we had a lead going into the quarter, right. and they beat us because of the strip. Browns sack. win that game, no Fumbles. doubt. That's, that's what I'm saying. He will, that we would because the Seattle game. A lot of I think we win. We would have won that because we would we would have ran the ball third and that's eleven. Wins right there, and and we would have run the ball on third, and, and even the the Denver game, they would have ran the ball a lot more. You can make an Chubb. argument for the Season Denver game looks too. Completely different if twenty four doesn't go down. God, uh, it, it does suck. I appreciate you having followed Dex. I know. It's By the way, if we had to pick guys. one other player besides those two, who would you pick? We got two minutes here to come back. You got. Uh, I'd say Con- Conklin, well, Dewan, Dewan Jones, Jones plays so well in his absence. Uh, give me, give me I'd Jacob t- Phillips, Jakeem Grant. No, I don't think it'd so. have to I'm be. The, guys it would have to be a lineman. I would take. I would say Dewan Jones even more than Conklin. I would too. Yeah, I would, I would say Dewan Jones as well because too. the Conklin thing, we didn't feel that dinged by it because no. Dewan Jones came in and played so well. And I know we're not factoring the money into this thing, but the yeah. amount of money that the Browns allocated for Conklin. Particularly now knowing what Dewan Jones can be. Yeah, it's that be- money's gonna hurt. They better yeah. start transitioning somebody today. The answer Because is- think about it. Conklin is coming back, Dewan Jones is coming back, and Jedrick Wills is coming back. That's three tackles for two. Somebody positions. gonna be a swing. I yeah. think that Dewan Jones has got to start. Next Somebody year. gotta There's, be a swing. I agree with that. He has to. So who's so who gonna be the swing? swing tackle. I, I, I'm, I'm, I, I, I might just eat the, the money and cut Conklin or you know, try to trade him or something. Has but. he ever played left tackle? No. I don't think so. Not that I know of. Dang. So nobody, only person that's ever played I, left the tackle. The guy that's is built here. like the left tackle is Dewan Jones. I agree. I mean, I, maybe this off season, mm. you put him into a real strict laboratory where so he's you, working with left tackles to get that footwork right. I know it's tough. I know it's not an easy transition. So but would you would you put you put Jed at right for Conklin? At I right? Jed would be the odd man out. I would put Dewan Jones Even after at he left. played this well, you would put Conklin back Jones in? Yeah, because well? if you have a healthy Conklin, the even last though he's at the end of his role. couple of games we've seen him, he was. Okay, he could do a little better. He was no, much you know what? better. That, he looked better because he would look so miserably terrible early to start the season, and I can't forget about that. He can still be that guy. Well, speaking of money issues, and we do got to touch on this because we teased it yesterday, the Guardians we know don't spend a lot. However... They did spend twice as much on Austin Hedges <laughs> that the Dodgers are paying Shohei. Wait a minute. Yeah, Steve, take the graphic poll. Steve, take this is the best Break trade down. ever made ever in the history of the show. <laughs> Next season, the Guardians are paying $2 million per home run for Austin Hedges and $2 million per RBI while the Dodgers are paying pennies Wait a minute. on the dollar. No, McNuggets. For his play next year, Mc- Shohei Otani will be paid $70 million. McNuggets. That's a fact. McNuggets, I don't like the way you intro this because you, you said it wrong. That's World Series champion. Austin. That's yeah, right. Shohei's never He's won it. Thank you very much. Shohei's never won a World Series. Yes, World let's Series go, show me the graphic on the World Series <laughs> champion. Yeah. Well, here, let, let's, let's ask Austin. Austin, how do you feel about p- making twice as much as Shohei? If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. 
If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. I'm the best there ever is. I'm the best that's ever done it. (laughs) Does he have that kind of accent? He does now. He does now. That's that rich man. Listen, that's World He's Series. He's been watching yeah, how hard he is. He is. They paid him $4 million so he could bring back his World Series champion expertise me, to this organization. Yes. Let me ask you a By question. The way, how, yeah. how hard is it <laughs> to hit 208 in the league? 208? I'll, he hasn't even hit 208. I'm just saying. Like, I feel like when somebody says that's so bad, <laughs> I can do it. No, that's not true. That's not true. Yeah, that's not and true. a lot of times, but 208. It's still not true. That means you're getting a hit one out of every. Uh, G. Bush, that's above his career average. That was a good season. Oh, so one okay, one no, out of one out of every five at bats, you got to come up with a base hit. So, and is it? I know that the fans sitting at home, Bull knows the game well. Bull knows that you know, even the God one eight. I would like to think. <laughs> I mean, I would like crazy. to think that if the four of us <laughs> took a hundred big league at bats, we'd come away with six or eight hits. Yeah, how many? Yeah, something like oh, wait, yes. How many? What? Six or eight hits. How, out of how many pitches? A hundred at bats between the four. So oh, I'm each going get 25 at bats. Oh, no, 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 no. I know no, you're no, going 25 to 25 well, 25. Well, you still play, so they, maybe they'd you have to, do. They'd have to give us I haven't 100. played in 30 years. Now, I ain't played but you in will run into one. Years. You will run into one on accident. Against a major league pitcher? Yeah, you will. And here's how you'll do it. First of all, the, I know that it sounds daunting to hit 90 miles an hour. It really isn't, guys. It isn't. I know it sounds like it is, but if you go into a, a cage and you take 20 pitches at 20, at 90, you immediately yeah. adjust to the quickness and the speed. You may oh. need to start your swing the second the ball's out How of the cage. How hard do the hardest throwers in your league throw? Well, in, in, you want us to go my league or the tournament that we just played? The tournament we, you were we just in. We faced mid-80s in our tournament. All right, oh, so 90 for guys it. who have – I haven't played 30 years. I was a solid high school player 30 you years ago. you get one hit out of 25 at-bats? I when do. You, when I you do. say – I think I could make – I think I could foul this. I'm about to say, when you say hit <laughs> – I don't know if I get, get it. Just put it in play. I no, can't no, no. run. Put it in a hole so I, you get a base okay, hit. Okay, yeah, base hit. Yeah, I, I think they throw me out from <laughs> left field. Well, <laughs> even if I did hit it. Let me put it this way. I think there would be contact. <laughs> I think I could That's hit a couple. Of, I think I could hit a couple of foul tips. Now, <laughs> I, all of that being said, they yeah. throw me out of these left guys field. like Austin Hedges. We can laugh and we can joke, and even at Miles Straw, he'd be the best player in your league. Oh, by the by, by a lot. So My I, God! It, so, so if yeah. he played in your league, how many home runs will he hit? Well, he probably still wouldn't hit any home runs. <laughs> <laughs> well, let, let me ask you guys. This I'll tell you why. To hit home runs, the, some of the power has to be supplied by the pitcher. <laughs> right, and and right. I, I know that from hitting against guys that are throwing sixty-five a lot. Yeah. And I'm grunting and everything I got, and it's warning track. Yeah. The home runs I've hit recently have been off guys that are throwing at eighties. So, Jay, let me recently? ask you a question yes. for, you, for you, real Guardians people out there. They spent four million on Hedges, and I have no issue with the deal, but. We know the Guardians run a tight ship. Their budget is not exponential. Is right. there a chance this is their move of the offseason? <laughs> oh, they no. better not. Pay say yes. 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 Say the Guardians, I don't know how much. How much are they paying Ben Lively? Who they just <laughs> 750000 How much? 750. $750. By the way, Ben Lively, who wow. they signed this morning, who's probably going to be their fifth starter, he is the first starting pitcher. And I'm not 100% sure he's going to be a starter, but I'm going to say that he'll be their fifth starter or swing starter. Yeah. He's the first starting pitcher they've signed in free agency in how many years? I can't remember the last one they did. Take a guess. 
Well, I'm going way back. They signed Wayne Garland. <laughs> well, it's not that long. And that was 1976. <laughs> no, no, no. It's I'm not, not close to that long. Was Dennis Oral Hershiser? Uh, no, they... it's much more recent. But oh, not, okay. I was going to say Dennis Martinez. Well, the reason I say it, Bull, is because they've had such a good track record yes. of developing starters. Yes. But, okay, if it's much more recent than yeah. that, was it an older vet that they were bringing in? He was like a guy who was a top prospect <laughs> and kind of became a journeyman. He, I don't even know if you remember. I, I mean, don't probably know. Remember. 2014, Gavin Floyd. Do you yeah, remember I do him? remember when they signed Gavin Floyd. That, that was nine years oh, ago. Yeah. Now, you, a lot of that's been because of the pitching. They've had developed the pitching. And this guy did actually pitch well in Korea. What was and his did record nice, in Korea? I, I don't know his record, but he did well. At yeah, last right, year, he decent. pitched for the Reds, though. He okay. pitched for the Reds last year and did a nice job in his swing role. Uh, but he's a, you know, he's a fifth He's a, a flyer uh, at a low yeah. price. And that's fine, but... And normally, I wouldn't care that you spend $4 million on a backup catcher. I only care because I don't expect to spend any money, so why do that? Yeah, I don't know why they're doing that either when they've got young catchers that they want to develop. Right. I mean, Crazy. does that mean that – I, I don't know Bo what Naylor. that means for Bo Naylor. No, I think he's just a backup. Bo Naylor's got to play 120 games. Yeah, but – oh, so you don't think Bo Naylor's on the Major League roster next No, year? no, no. Bo Naylor's playing every – he's the starting catcher. So who's the backup catcher? I mean, if it wasn't for, if it wasn't for Hedges, don't they, they also have another catcher in the system? No, that, so they traded Zanino. Bethancourt. They, oh, that's right. They, they, they did. claimed they did. him yeah. off waivers, and then they traded him right. when they signed Hedges. Yeah. So they so but this, that guy this you does could, fill a need then, Bull. But you could have kept that guy. You were probably only paying him a million dollars. I mean, that's three million shouldn't matter, but for them it does. It, particularly, it matters because what else are they going to spend? I, I, Nothing. I, I have to Not believe they're going to make a trade. They could have got Otani for two billion. By the way, you want to? You, <laughs> you want me to see Jay? You want to say Jay? Terrible. You want to see Jay lose his mind? Really lose his please, mind? Yes. Please. And not just because of arguing with me. Yesterday, I heard a rumor from well, rumor. It was Hoinsey that put something out there. Yeah. He said the Guardians are having discussions about trading Josh Naylor. I saw that. I saw He's that on why? He's their second best hitter. I saw that on Twitter yesterday, too. If, Bull, if that happens, they're, they're going full-on rebuild, and that means Bieber's gone, which I yeah. think he likely is anyhow. Yeah. Classe. That also means Classe's gone. If you they, have developed. He's the only hitter you've developed. If they do that, and, and I'm Jose Ramirez, I immediately oh go in and say, God. trade me. Immediately. That's, if they, I do not want to be. He want, his money, he want his money back that he didn't get. Well, you know what he's going to be? He's going to be the mansion. In the most blighted part of Cleveland, yeah, with, with nothing why, in it. Why would you ever want to be that guy? I think when he gave Cleveland the hometown hometown he, discount, he thought it was more. He was assuming that they would take the offset yep, and invest in other players. Have haven't that's done that. That's what everybody, thought. and you know what's a shame? I, I would want out if I'm Jose Ramirez. I would not blame him. He's their second if, best power hitter. Yeah, he's their only other power hitter. That's it. That's the only half for Why would you trade just Taylor? Austin Hedges, don't forget. Hedges is now third. <laughs> God, they better not do that. Well, why, they need to, you, it's only one person that can save them. Fran Mayo Reyes. Oh, God. <laughs> How about we do this? How about we put a poll up? Who should go? Naylor or Nolan? By the way, Dolan, I'm sorry. By the way, I don't know if you saw it. Naylor or Dolan? No, definitely. I think 100% Nolan. So, by the way, did geez. you know? That uh, in the last, what is it, seven years, eight years? I can't remember the exact amount of years. Michael Brantley is the only Guardians outfielder to hit 20 think, home runs. Did you and I talk about that? That's crazy. I think I put it in, a, in one of our chat I was groups. talking about that with one of our That's producers upstairs. Crazy. He's the only, only one. 
in at, like almost a decade. Bull at a position where you have to have power. Where there's power all over like the place. you need to have home run hitters in at, the outfield. When, I didn't say 40 home runs or 30. I said 20. 20. Okay, I want to count, count somebody. I don't, I, I don't count pockets often. On, but <laughs> even even if they offered the deferred deal, so Tani says, I want to play in Cleveland. Yeah. I'll give you the, the same deferred deal. Do you think the Dolans would have no done chance. No, absolutely not. <laughs> They're going to have to p- 700 million? <laughs> I'm looking for them to spend 100 million. <laughs> They're going to the kid now. Chelsea Gee, the <laughs> After these 10 day. years, they're going to be paying him 68 million a year. Million. You, you got, you got enough Clinton. time to put it in, in an account, get some uh, interest off of it, and pay him. G. Bush, the entire starting get that much year interest. for the Guardians was 89 million. Show so game. hold on, the whole, whole entire what? The whole Their roster whole is 89 million. The whole roster last year was 90 million. And it's going to be around the same number, maybe yeah. less, this year. No, no, I got one thing. We got some Super Chats, though, guys. Go we got some Super Chats in, and Super Chats are brought to us by PCC Airfoil. So if you're looking for a job with career advancement and great benefits, PCC Airfoils is the leading manufacturer in Northeast Ohio. All locations of PCC Airfoils at Eastlake, Menor, Wycliffe, and Minerva are hiring for all positions starting at $18 up, plus full benefit packages, paid time off, and a signing bonus you can apply Mike, online at precast.com slash careers to learn more. Mike, I'm sorry to cut you off. We have breaking news, and it's not good. And I can't believe I'm saying this about this player. According to Jordan <laughs> Schultz of Bleacher Report, Jedrick Wills had arthroscopic surgery this morning on his knee and will miss the remainder of the season. Mm. Oh, mm. goodness gracious. So well, now Jedrick Wills out for the year. Yeah, hate to see you. Uh, someone s- sent me this in an email. Is it worth discussing? Because I don't think it is, but I'd throw it out there. Is it worth discussing that this could be a uh, – organizational problem with all these injuries or it's you know in other words tomorrow. strength and conditioning there was only two that we had until we started that watson or chubb conversation we got like 20 now so i gotta run okay. through these pretty quickly matthew culpa says the coaching staff has shown they'll have the next man up ready young majestic said you guys get paid off media so cameo's okay but active nfl athletes charging is ridiculous I don't peter r says the PFF is a bell curve, not a school grading method. Charles T. said, G. Bush, during that Watson-Chubb conversation, has to be dying. Rakisan1187 <laughs> says, Bulls crying was. about being cut off while cutting off Jay. How's it feel? Says, we both cut each other off the same. Darryl says, we win when we don't run double reverses. I like Kevin. Don't get too Franksky playbook. Run, run, play action with Waka Flocka Flacco. Sir Grizz says, bull off the top rope with the five-star frog splash. Now that's a visual. <laughs> what is that? Set apart, that lad. Five it's a WWE move. Rob Van Dam did it. Yeah, like when they jump off the top rope Set apart, lad. I'm known for that, too. The Browns is a team, no matter who's at quarterback. And Charles T. with the Super Chat of the Day says, this is a Cleveland sports show. All this winning has gotten off tra- gotten us off track. This is Cleveland Browns mock draft season. Give me Ladd McConkey, the white receiver out of Georgia. <laughs> <laughs> Who's that, Charles T.? Charles T. That guy's Charles spending spends a, a small lot of money. fortune yeah. on Super Chats. Last, we love Charles T. We love last him. Keep thing, coming. Before I get cut off. Don't be robbing Keenan Bailey, the tight ends coach, man. He came to get an academy and he got his car robbed, man. That's messed is up. That, is that true? Today. Or yeah, was it yesterday or today? He got, he got robbed. That's, you know what? That's despicable. It's a shame. That's messed up. <laughs> that, is damn, that is despicable. Prime members. 
you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.